Hi, and thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. Can we, can we give a little shout out for our worship team? Hallelujah. Flowing through those keys and those strings and those drums. Hallelujah. God is amazing. He is good. We're just so happy to have you here in the house of the Lord today. And uh, I, I'm excited about what God's doing because I know that a lot of us are going through some stuff. How many, how many are going through something during this Christmas season? Can we just raise our hands and we're going through something? I, I want to remind you today that God is fighting for you. You will not die. You will not die. He will carry you through it as long as we keep our eyes focused on the one who can, the one who already did, and the one who will continue to do what we could never do. And so we put our faith in an all-powerful God. And today we're going to refer to him a little bit as the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Jesus had many titles, but the one we're going to focus focus on today is the Prince of Peace. And and, and I don't know about you, but I, I like when there's peace in my heart. How many like some peace in their life? Peace, peace. And we're going to talk about that today and how uh, that can be implemented in your life in a more powerful way. And, and maybe it's your first time here, you're visiting, we just welcome you here. And, and we, uh, we believe that the Holy Spirit wants more than anything to speak to your life today. And, and I'm waiting for something and expecting something good from the Lord uh, today, something powerful, especially as we look into uh, towards 2019. Uh, believing that the, the, the best is yet to come for you, for your life, for your marriage, for your family, for your home, for your school. Hallelujah. And God wants to use you. Uh, really here to remind you that God's purpose for your life is powerful. God's purpose for your life is greater. And God's purpose for your life is within your reach. It's within your reach. We just have to go after it. Um, Again, today we're going to really talk about the Prince of Peace. The book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verse 6, uh, describes Jesus as the Prince of Peace. And it says this. It says, for to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace and Lord we give you thanks for your word Holy Spirit of God we just give you dominion over our hearts over this place over our minds so that we would uh, truly focus on what you have to say to us today God that as we move forward Lord, we would not move uh, without you in our hearts and we just give you the glory we thank you for your word and thank you for your presence in this place in Jesus name amen amen um, what you're reading, I'm asking if they would just leave, if you guys leave the scripture up there for a minute. This was a prophecy. This was written 700 years, approximately about 700 years before Jesus was even born. Where the prophet Isaiah uh, spoke these words and they were written down. And, and, and a prophecy is, is, is that. It's predicting the future. That's what a prophet does. Uh, but a, a, a true prophet does it with accuracy. And we see here that Isaiah predicted Jesus. And he gave him the title of Prince of Peace. And it wasn't him giving it to us. It was God giving Jesus that title of Prince of Peace. And when we think about peace, I think it's something that sometimes we take for granted. When we have peace in our lives, we just take it for granted. But when there's no peace in our lives, then we kind of long for it and we need it. And so we want to talk about that today, about peace 
And before we go into peace, I want to talk a little bit about faith. Uh, something we talked about last week that I feel like I, I wanted to just touch on. Because sometimes we hear something that impacts us, but we need to hear it again. We need to hear it again in order for it to begin to be embedded in our, in our lives and in our hearts. Praise God. I, I don't know about you, but I, I know for me in 2019, I want to live a, a, a life where there is more faith. Right? Where I'm living with more faith. Uh, I, I believe 2019 will be a year of fruitfulness. And I believe without a shadow of a doubt, I believe that 2019, there will be a powerful move of the Holy Spirit. Yes. I believe there's going to be a powerful move of the Holy Spirit uh, over our church, over your lives, over our city. Because uh, our city needs it so bad. And I'm expecting powerful things to happen through our, our kingdom men here, our our women of purpose, our students, and our city kids. And that is why Jesus resurrected. He died and resurrected so that we would live a powerful life in him. So, so talking about faith, we talked last week a little bit how it doesn't come through your determination. Um, the faith doesn't come from your effort. Faith comes from your ability to surrender to God. As you surrender to God, Right? And sometimes he puts us in predicaments or situations where we have no other choice than surrender. But when we can freely begin to surrender to God, our faith begins to rise. And as your faith begins to rise because of your surrender, you begin to discover God's purpose for your life. See, there is a faith that you can go grab with effort. There's a faith that you can go grab with determination self-determination, but that faith is counterfeit. And a lot of us live in this with this counterfeit faith that we got to go earn it, we have to go buy the faith. Uh, uh, but I'll tell you that true faith is not for sale. True faith, you cannot buy anywhere. True faith comes through only your surrender to the King of Kings and the Prince of Peace. See, surrendering to God is not a place of weakness. The enemy's going to tell you this all the time. That surrendering to God, you become weaker, you become vulnerable, right? And that's why many of us, we find it very difficult to surrender to God. Because the fact is we don't trust Him. But I'll tell you that as you begin to surrender to God, your faith arises. And as your faith arises, your trust begins to grow. You begin to trust in God instead of yourself. You begin to trust in God instead of your plan. You begin to trust in God instead of... Uh, your finances, or perhaps your spouse. A lot of times we put our faith in the person next to us, and, and it's good to love the person and trust the person, but your ultimate faith cannot be in the person, hallelujah, next to you. It has to be in the person who already paid the price for your faith to rise. And, and I know we're here on Christmas, and we want to talk about Jesus, but I, I feel like we can't, we can't get to where we're trying to get to without talking a little bit about faith. Because faith does not arise because of the energy you expend or the effort that you make. Real faith comes from finding rest in the Prince of Peace. As we find rest in the Prince of Peace, our faith, hallelujah, and true faith and true peace be become a lifestyle. And in 2019, that's what I want. I want faith and peace to be part of how I live. Right? Part of who I am. 
And that comes through surrender to the Prince of Peace. It does not mean that the storms will not come, because the storms shall come. How many saw some storms in 2018? Right? Oh, that's a lot of hands up. And maybe some of the hands that didn't go up were just, the storm was so bad, I don't even want to remember it, right? That's right, that's right. The storms will continue to come in 2019. They're not, they're not going to stop. But what it means, that as we surrender to the Prince of Peace, it means that we can have peace in the midst of the storm. And that's, that's my, my, my goal is that the, I know the storm is coming, but I, I want to be able to find peace in the midst of the storm. See, Jesus, his desire is, is that you would receive his peace, right? And, and not only receive his peace, but once you begin to receive and live out the peace that he offers, is not only just hold on to it selfishly, but once you gain access to his peace, it begins to flow through you. Right? And the more you impart it or you share it with others, the more peace he gives us. That, that's the kingdom. See, the, the kingdom is not about holding on to God's blessing. The kingdom is about releasing his blessing. Oh, oh, okay. Is somebody with me right now? It's about releasing what he's given you so that he can continue to fill your cup. Right? I, I want my cup to overflow in 2019. See, Jesus taught us that as we receive him as our savior, as we surrender to him, his kingdom begins to reside in us. His, his kingdom becomes part of your life, becomes part of my life. And, and the prince, prince of Peace today, right now, is demonstrated through the person of the Holy Spirit who resides in you and resides in me. When we see Jesus as our savior, the Holy Spirit comes inside of us and he resides. He's there. He wants to give us that peace that I'm preaching about today. But it's about surrendering to him daily. It's about trusting him more and more that then that Prince of Peace begins to, to flow through your life. How many want the Prince of Peace to flow through their lives? We don't have to wait till 2019. He's here today, right now. How many believe that? See, 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 you may say, well, Pastor, man, I just came to church because we're close to Christmas, and I just come to church on Christmas. I, I'm just here really because it's Christmas. I, I'm, I'm waiting for this sermon to be done so I could just go about my, my business. And, and I said that that's okay, but, but you're here now, and, and you need to hear that, that Christmas is more than just putting lights on a tree or, or, or applying for another credit card, right, to buy some gifts. It's more than that. And, and not that those things are bad. But, but there's a focus that we need today, and that focus has to be on the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. Feel the Holy Spirit in this place today. Hallelujah. See, today we're here to acknowledge the birth of that Prince of Peace. His name is Jesus. We're here to learn that the same peace that Jesus carried while he walked on earth is available to you and available to me. See, he wants you to carry his peace. That there's a world that we live in that is fulfilled with anger, with pain, with distrust, with revenge. And we've all seen it. A lot of us have been part of those very things that go against what the Prince of Peace lived for and died for. But I tell you today that one of the purposes of your life is that, that you would carry the, the very peace that he carried is at your disposal. And Jesus said this to his 
disciples. He said these words. John 14, 27. He says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. He's talking to you and I. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your heart be troubled, neither let let your let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We want to focus on the first part of that. Jesus says, I that my peace I leave with you. I give it to you. Not as the world does, but in a different sense. And we, I want to talk about the difference between the peace that the world offers and the peace that God offers. A question. If you come into a house, maybe you're just visiting. Maybe you're just there as a visitor. You automatically know if there's peace in that house. You just feel it, right? You can feel it. Because peace is tangible. Peace, you can sense it. You can literally feel peace. How many know what that feels like? And it feels good. How many know what it feels like to enter a place where there is no peace? Right? You walk into a place and say, I don't want to stay here too long. There's something not feeling too good in my spirit. Some people say the mood don't feel too good in here, right? Because there's lack of peace. There's, there's so many people who walk into this place and say, man, it feels peaceful in here. I feel peace here. And, and I believe it's because the Holy Spirit is here and he's, he, he's sharing that peace that, that surpasses all of our understanding. And today he says, that peace is for you. That peace is for you. That peace is for you. Because we get, I, I don't know about you, I'm tired of walking into so many homes where there is no peace, where chaos rules. So, so let's talk about that in this world, right? How, how many, I'm, I'm going to talk to the guys, especially trying to watch a game. We're like, I just want some peace and quiet. Yeah. Has anybody in the house said that? Yeah. It's like, especially when the Eagles are winning, right? Peace and quiet, right? The only one who should be talking is me. But but, but on, on earth, here in this world that we live in, peace is the absence of something. Peace is when there's no noise, right? The absence of, of noise, perhaps, means there's peace. The absence of conflict means there's peace. The absence of war means there's peace. The, the absence of arguing means there's peace. The, the, the absence of fighting means there's peace. That, that, that's that, that's what, how we define peace here on earth. So here on earth, peace usually is described by the absence of something. See, in God's kingdom, it doesn't work like that. In God's kingdom, it's not the absence of something. It's the presence of someone. It's the presence of the Prince of Peace in your life that then brings peace into a world full of chaos. And God wants you to be that vessel, hallelujah, that would bring peace into an unstable, uh, an ugly situation. Glory to Jesus. Sometimes it's, it's within a marriage, right? But when we need someone to hold on to the Prince of Peace, right? And there's times where maybe as the husband, man, you're, you're weak. And, and, and I tell your wife, you better be strong, right? And then there's some moments where the wife is not so strong. So husband, I tell you, you better hold on to the to the Prince of Peace in those moments. And sometimes holding on to the Prince of Peace is by closing our mouths, right? And depending on Him. Peace, be still, Jesus said in the midst of the storm. Right? He declared it. Sometimes you have to declare peace in your situation. 
See, because true peace means the addition of him in the situation. See, Jesus offers himself as that sacrifice of peace. No matter what your situation looks like, there is peace available to you. In, the, in God's kingdom, peace is not the absence of something, but the presence of someone. Jesus released his peace through his words and through his lifestyle. When Jesus spoke, peace happened. When Jesus walked, peace surrounded him. Right? That doesn't mean that, that we're going to live this perfect life, that, that we don't get angry. No, no. What it means is that when all hell breaks loose, we can see over and beyond all the hell around us and say, no, my focus is on the Prince of Peace who gives me the victory over the chaos that surrounds me. Hallelujah. I love what Elisha, the prophet, said when they were surrounded by the armies, right? And the city was struggling and the church, they were going to die, we're starving. We're surrounded by the Syrian army. And, and what will we do? And, and, and the servant came over to Elisha, he was panicking. And many times we are that servant who is panicking. And the servant said, Elisha, we're surrounded. We, we haven't eaten. The people are, are, are doing horrible things. They're killing children just to eat, to survive. What is going on? And the Bible says that Elisha says, Lord, would you let him see what I see? And the Bible says that the, the servant opened his eyes, and when he looked around, he saw the armies of the Lord that were surrounding, right, that would come to defeat the armies of this human earth. And I'll tell you, sometimes we got to pray, God, can you let me see what you see? Prince of Peace, will you provide the peace that I long for? Because your spirit is longing for his peace. Glory more than anything, hallelujah, Jesus died. Hallelujah, so you would experience a supernatural peace. The very peace from heaven, that it would flow through you. In the Old Testament, see, see this is the difference that Jesus made. In the Old Testament... If you touch someone sick, you became unclean, right? If you, clean, if you touch a leper, if you, if you touch a dead person, you became unclean. You had to go through this ritual to, to, to find, find purity, right? Life was about not getting contaminated with other things. Life was, not about, was about not getting contaminated by sin. And, and everything around you was a, was a threat to your purity, right? But when Jesus came, all of this would change. All of this would change. Now when Jesus shows up, he brings up a new mindset, right? And he gives us one of the greatest opportunities, right? Because no longer did he run away from the sick person, right? And he said, let me not change. He ran towards the sick person, and he touched the sick person, right? And the, the person was healed in his name. See, because now we live in a different mindset. Because of the, 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 the presence of the Prince of Peace, hallelujah, we do not have to be afraid. Hallelujah, to, to go and lay hands on the sick because we're going to be unclean. Or, or the person who needs deliverance. But we can go in the name of Jesus, lay our hands, because now uh, we live by his grace and his power. And that power of the Holy Spirit. See, because the Old Testament was about all about how sin contaminated everything that you touched. The New Testament is about how his peace purifies everything you touch. It's about walking with authority. It's about walking with dominion that he gives us. It's about knowing who we are, how that we carry the same peace 
that he carries. That, that the Prince of Peace died so that you would carry the same peace. How many want to carry some of his peace in our lives, in our home? Glory to Jesus. It's shifted from, watch out, don't get contaminated, right? It's shifted from, watch out, don't get contaminated. And it's shifted to, let's go and let's go touch and let's go heal, like we talked about last week. We've been called to heal the sick. We've been called to deliver those who are bound. Hallelujah. We've been called to make the difference, to carry the very peace that he carried. See, you have been positioned to release his peace into the atmosphere of your home, of your workplace, of your school, and we need to start believing that. That God has specifically positioned, positioned you in your place of, of, of your sphere of influence to share his peace. It's bigger than we know. It's bigger than we live right now. We need to understand that, that, that the greater God died for is in, within our reach, church. See, the Holy Spirit's always looking for someone who's willing, right? He, he's longing. In fact, I know the Holy Spirit's here right now. He's testing hearts. He's saying, who, who's ready? Who, who's ready to carry more of, of, of the Prince of Peace? Who, who's ready how, to not just hold on to it, but impart it and share it with others? I believe that right now the Holy Spirit is stirring in many of your hearts. I, I, I know that the Holy Spirit is confirming that what you're hearing is true in your own heart. He validates his word in your heart. I tell you, you've been called to carry his peace into a world of chaos. See, he did not impart his peace or his power on us so that we would look good or sound good. He did it so that we would release it over spiritually dead people. He did it so that we would release it over spiritual, spiritually dead situations, over spiritually dead marriages, over spiritually dead schools, over spiritually dead cities, and, and to revive them in the name of Jesus. That there's a peace that is available to you, and we need to start praying a little different. We, we need to say, Lord, I need your peace, Lord. Give me your peace, give me your power, give me your wisdom. Also, that your power, your, 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 your peace, and your wisdom would increase over me and in the kingdom that I have an influence over. There is more for you. There is more for you. I, I would say that peace, church, is the, the, the very essence of what heaven is. It's a place of peace. There is no chaos. There is no panic. In heaven. And if there's no panic in heaven, if there's no chaos in heaven, there should be no chaos and there should be no panic in our hearts. Glory. We carry the very same uh, uh, presence and peace that is up in that kingdom. And God wants more than anything for that same peace and power to flow through your life. How many want that? Some more of that in their lives. I want it. I want it. I wanted that as we move into the next level, that his peace would push us, right? To go deeper, go farther, want more. It should take us to a place of desperation. I know, I know things happen. I know that it's difficult. I know that there's times we don't want to keep going forward. I know it. I live it. 
The man, he shows up right in the nick of time, right? He shows up right in the nick of time and he, and he gives us supernatural strength, right? He, he gives us a strength that no man and no woman and no child could ever give us. Well, all of a sudden, when we see nothing, we see him. When there is no peace, we say, oh, but there is a peace. And we can tell the devil, your chaos, your panic, your plan, I send it to hell in the name of Jesus. And we stand up and we rise up as men, as women, as students of faith, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit saying, this is my time because there's a God who came and he was born in Bethlehem. He was born in a manger with nothing, with nothing, but yet, hallelujah, he had the peace that surpasses all of my understanding. And the same peace that he displayed is at my disposal. The same peace, hallelujah, that brought hope into people is for you, church. Church, can we stand today? Oh, we give you glory, Prince of Peace, in this house. We give you glory, Prince of Peace, in this house. Glory to Jesus. Oh, your presence. Your presence is real in this place, Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will take the simple things you do and make them supernatural. The simple things we do every day, when we surrender to him, those simple things become supernatural. A smile becomes supernatural. The Holy Spirit wants to rest upon your life so that you will bring peace to those around you. And yes, he chose you. He chose you to carry that peace. Thank you, Lord. If we could just close our eyes for a moment. Heavenly Father, you are faithful. You are good. We thank you, God, for your peace, Lord. I pray, Lord, that your children, your sons and your daughters who have such great purpose, Lord, in this place today, would embrace your peace, Lord, would receive your peace in their hearts today. Oh, God, not that we would hold on to it, God, but that we would share it with others, Lord. So I pray, Lord, supernatural peace over every family, Lord, every person here. Every marriage, Lord, every young person, Lord, every student, every single mom in this place. In Jesus' name. Amen. And with our eyes closed, I just want to open this altar today. And if, if you don't know this Prince of Peace, if you've never met this Prince of Peace, he wants to be part of your life. He wants to offer the peace that you can never get anywhere else. In the midst of our questions, in the midst of our struggles, he is, he is peace. And so if you want to accept Jesus, today I'm going to count to three. I just want you to raise your hand. I want to pray with you. I'd love to pray with you. One, two, three. Just raise your hands. And repeat after me. Dear Jesus, forgive me. I'm sorry 
for all the things that I've done to hurt others, to hurt myself, and to hurt you. Help me. Receive me into your kingdom. I receive you into my heart. Never to be the same again. Write my name in the book of life. Oh, that I will be part of your kingdom. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give him a loud and clap off of that? The Bible says that when someone gives their heart to Jesus, there's a celebration in heaven. There's a celebration in heaven. And I, I believe there's people in this room who've done that genuinely today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And at this time, if you need prayer, if you're sick, if, if you want to take a step towards that peace and you want more of God, you can come forward. If you just feel weary, you need rest, we'd love to pray with you as the worship team sings. This altar is open and we would love to pray. Thank you, Lord. listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.